Miami, oh Miami. God, I miss those times. I remember just like it was yesterday for some reason. <laughs> I swear to God. It was quite frankly the best experience of my life. I did not expect it in any way, shape or form. I remember I had gotten to the University of Houston and I was like, you know what, let me start my journey of, uh, of college as soon as possible because I didn't want to like, I was 18 at the time. I didn't want to like wait it out. So I just ended up going there for one semester. And then I received this email that I hadn't checked for like weeks upon it that told me that you got you, you got accepted to the University of Miami if you want to transfer over it's you know it's feasible so that's what I did and quite frankly probably the best decision of my life I love that city and that's the city that I was actually born in that's a little fact about me by the way and I ended up transferring over and it, it shaped me honestly it shaped me to the person that I am and this takes us to, uh, to the subject at hand self-confidence that's what I want to discuss right now why I bring up Miami, that's because it's it's due to Miami that I, I am the man that I am today. And I believe that there is more to learn, of course. But before getting to Miami, I was this timid, like kind of like shy guy that doesn't know or want to get out of his comfort zone. And it, it stayed like that from, I think, when I was like, what, like 12 is when I started like actually remembering my life, if you know what I mean. Most of my life, at least, and the decisions that I took and, and made. And I think ever since then, I just never had, quite frankly, or excuse the term, the balls to make decisions for myself and kind of like go for things that I wanted to go for deep down. And I just couldn't in, in real life. And kind of like I stayed away from a lot of people and a lot of events that I should have gone to. I should have attended and gotten that experience. But I just I just chose not to because of this timid this timidness that I had inside of me, this really the shyness that I couldn't get rid of. And as soon as I landed in Miami, that that just changed. I mean, granted, the first couple months, I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really go out of my way to make friends and try to go out and maybe, you know, just kind of like get the experience of of having fun and all of that. But then towards the, I'd say the third month in college, my freshman year, second semester at the University of Miami, I met this uh, Moroccan kid and uh, he started taking me out, telling me here's here are the good places and even show kind of like showing me the ropes in a way. And it, it started like it kind of like opened something in me and something that I, I thought was you know, non-existent, but it was just dormant, which was, uh, which was a good thing because, you know, to start and build from zero takes more time and effort and all that. But I think there was a part of me that, that wanted to discover and find out for himself if, if it's something that pleases him or not. And, and that was the path that I took. And I took it super slow at first. You know, I made a couple of friends here and there. And uh, this Moroccan kid really, you know, he took me out of my comfort zone and even shared his identity card with me so that I could get into clubs and stuff. Because I was 19 at the time. So, and over there in the US, it's 21 over. So that's, uh, that was the only, I'd say, inhibiting factor. Uh, and to be honest, I honestly just, you know, took the chance and I was like, you know what, why not? So I started going out. I had my first share of experience, probably, I think a good year or so. And that was, that was honestly one of the greatest experiences of my life. I, I, you know, I met girls. I started learning how to speak to girls and flirt with them, and, you know, just capture a girl's attention and also keep her captivated, keep, keep her attention your way, because that was quite frankly the hardest part. You know, we always tend to overthink as men 
Should I take that step? Should I ask her out? Should I tell her this? Should I show interest? Even that, that idea, some people overthink. And I think I was one of them. And uh, it really fucked with me for a good time. Because I thought to myself, I wasn't good enough. The whole time with girls, I always kept thinking to myself, I'm just not good enough. Maybe she won't like me. Maybe there's a personality trait that she's going to see in me that's not going to, you know, that's not going to suit her or her standards. And and to be honest, that was an, an inhibiting factor and really held me from, from taking that, that next step and seeing where it might go with anyone. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I had that experience. And then I think... A, couple weeks later after having gone out i met this uh this belgian girl we started dating it was i think it was my actually my first real relationship imagine i was 19 years old at the time first real relationship great great experience as well i honestly like i still have her on instagram to this day i i could consider us still friends you know or, or acquaintances in a way but yeah we don't have any bad blood between us and it was another experience that I needed to add to my book. And and to be honest, I, I learned a lot of things from that relationship. And it kind of opened this doorway that was closed for, I think, from the day that I was born. I never really opened that door since I chose not to. You know, living in Morocco, an Islamic country, parents are, I wouldn't say 100% conservative. But uh, but yeah, they, they, they preferred, like, I devote my time to to my studies and and you know and give it my all when it comes to uh to academics instead of getting into a relationship and it just it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the mood here back when i was 18 so i kind of chose to close that part of myself uh, away from the world i just chose to do that it was quite frankly a great decision because college was probably the time to experience all of that being that i was in the u.s so that made more sense and yeah so i had that experience uh under my belt and you know it it kind of opened another doorway again so many doors were just being opened left and right so that was a that was a great thing but yeah thanks to her i learned a lot of things about myself okay i learned a lot of things about myself um kind of like the idea of filtering people that you like and don't like so that was a great experience as well and uh i do thank her for that Seeing as it was the first experience that I that I ever had, so so that was good. But yeah, so self confidence did grow, you know, slowly but surely it did. It was super progressive. I think at first it started growing, but I didn't realize it. Okay, so after every experience, after I'd say even after every rejection, because after I had broken up with her, um, I did I did go to clubs again. I, I put myself out there. I met girls that I found super gorgeous and had quite frankly good personalities. I wouldn't say the best, seeing as it was Miami. Um, and that kind of opened another doorway again and, and made me see things that I hadn't seen before. And I started considering that maybe Miami girls are just not for me. I don't know if you know this, guys, but Miami is kind of like the... It's a hub for, for people that want to like have fun, you know? And especially if you're around the age of 18 up to the age of like 24, 25-ish, I'd say it's the spot where you go to have fun. You know, it's not a spot where you go to look for a relationship, especially if you're around that age range. Most people in Miami come for college. They come to get their experience of college, University of Miami, Florida International University, um, these colleges, one is public, the other is private, and University of Miami being private, they have a plethora of kids that come from all over the place, all, like different states in the US, different countries in the world. I remember 
I was among so many diverse kids at the University of Miami that I was just a normal guy. Like I was your average Joe, you know, me being Moroccan. There were people from Switzerland, people from Sweden, people from freaking Norway, uh, South Africa, Venezuela, Colombia. It was mixed to an, to an extent that I had never seen. And I loved that. That was great because uh, growing up in, in Casablanca, Morocco, I went to a school that had uh, that had some type of diversity, of course, but it wasn't to that point. Like I'd say we were what, 44 students that were graduating, like the same promotion, and only like one or two were not, not from Morocco. And maybe the other grades, yeah, there were a couple like internationals, but it was like super rare where you would find someone that was not Moroccan or, or of Moroccan origin, of course. Like maybe their mother is Moroccan, their dad is American or something, something of the sort. But yeah, as soon as I got to University of Miami, that hit me as well, that culture shock and, and kind of like just being able to adapt with different people, different scenarios. I think that also added to the self-confidence part. And, and why I bring up Miami is I would like to tell anyone that's still in high school right now, if anyone is listening and is still in high school or has a kid that's, that's, you know, that's still studying, maybe middle school, high school, whatever age range they're still, at, they're still in, I would 100% like recommend Miami, seeing as Miami is just full of diversity, okay? Uh, of course, they're not gonna find the, the, the soulmate that they're looking for of, of, uh, like over there. But, but one thing that I did, I did enjoy is that diversity and being able to, to adapt to different cultures and adapt to different mentalities. And having met people from all over, all over the world, literally all over the world, every corner of the world was in Miami, I, I, I learned a lot. And I learned also to co-adapt with others and, and be able to you know, answer and adhere to their point of views, but not necessarily accept because what I loved about the culture over there is that people, honestly, they respected you. Okay, there came moments where, where yeah, maybe there was debate or whatnot, but if you had your own point of view and they had theirs, there was always this sense of acceptance. So you never felt like you were overdoing it or, or overstepping in any way, shape or form. And that was another great thing. So I had that, I had the opportunity to express myself fully, right? And dress in any way, shape or form that I wanted. I didn't have no one judging me. That was a great thing as opposed to what's going on in Morocco. Morocco, everyone is judging you. You know, even your bestest of friends, they will judge you. They will look at you and they will literally talk behind your back. Whereas in Miami, I did not get that feeling. And that's the thing. Like we do have this sixth sense that I always talk about, especially to my friends and family. There's always this back feeling. There's always this, you know, double, double, I'd say double meaning to everyone's uh, sayings or, 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 or especially when you're discussing something and someone tells you something, you always know that there's something behind it, especially being back in Morocco. I've, I felt that again. But when I was in Miami, when I was in, in the U.S. in general, whatever state, I, I 100% never felt someone judging me. And even if they did, they did not show it. Okay, and that's what I loved about it. So that also added to my self-confidence and gave me this opportunity to express myself and just show the world who I am and what what I want from it. And and that was not inhibiting in no way, shape, or form. And I loved that. That was one of the greatest things that I that I admired about about a city like Miami. And my self-confidence just shot up. 
it took granted it took like what three years before I started actually you know getting into the dating world and 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 trying to experience different girls different tastes as I as I as I usually say and and that really shaped me that really showed me things that I didn't know existed so as time progressed when I got to 21 years old that's when I like of course I had my ID that was legit so I could go anywhere I wanted I started going out more I started going out more. I had my brother with me, my sister. We want, we started going out and having fun. And and honestly, that gave me this free spirit mentality. I just started telling myself, hey, life is short. Live it. And that really does add to your self-confidence. Because you start telling, t- telling yourself, you know what? Take that step forward. Jump on that occasion. Don't waste it. Don't let it slide. Because here's the thing. What am I now? 25? And you guys might, might be of different ages, maybe more, maybe less. But one thing is for sure, time is not stopping for no one. Okay? We're, we're basically just passing through. And why I say this is that a person needs to always take into account that time is fleeting. Time is of the essence. Time will not stop for nobody. Okay? So whatever occasion comes your way, whatever chance you get, take it. Jump on it. Whether it is a work opportunity a date with a girl that you've won or are planning on meeting take it and don't miss it okay so set up those dates you know get on tinder if that's that's what it takes get on hum um what is, what is that one called hinge get on hinge get on bumble get on all the dating apps that are out there that of course that work and everything and just set up dates you know of course, you want to always be focusing on, on you, on work, on, on, on getting that bread, on really grinding it out. Since, again, time is fleeting, so you need to make something of yourself, especially if you're still in your 20s, 30s. But try to make those dates happen, okay? Try to get out of your comfort zone. Try to send it when you can. Try to actually take opportunities and seize them as much as possible. Because I swear to God, nothing is more important than that. And again, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you're going to look back, you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like, why didn't I just take that chance? And it's really, it's really that simple. What happens is that our human nature just, you know, sometimes it prefers us staying in our comfort zone and we need to battle against that. Because I'll tell you one thing, all these, all these entrepreneurs, all these, you know, self-made people that, you know, describe themselves as, as auto entrepreneurs that believe that they're, you know, that they've made something of themselves. You know, what was the number one secret to everything that they've done? Like what has actually got them to where they're at today is that they took a chance. They took that leap forward. It sounds cliche. I understand that. I a hundred percent agree, but it is a hundred percent true. They took that chance forward. They jumped on it and they told themselves, I'm not looking back for no one. And that is the mentality. That is what most entrepreneurs have been through and what and how they thought to themselves. And and they will never, 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 ever will you ever meet an entrepreneur that tells you, oh yeah, no, I second guess myself. That does not exist. There is no second guessing with an entrepreneur. There is no second guessing with any philanthropist. There is no second guessing with anyone that is successful. Okay? And successful doesn't only apply to the work field. It can also apply to relationships, to going and DMing a girl or meeting up with a person or actually just going up to a girl and talking to her 
or vice versa. I don't. I honestly do not believe in the, in these sexist mentalities where it's like, oh yeah, the man should always make you know make the first move. I understand that if a woman goes and does this, she will seem like oh oh yeah, no, I'm putting I'm I'm showing him too much, or maybe maybe if I show him this interest, he's not gonna be interested. I understand that, but there comes a moment that you need to understand if a guy is not looking away, of course, and you feel like you have this need to go and approach them, go for it. Why not? what do you have to lose you know maybe this is the western mentality part of part of me that's talking right now maybe i am not sure but one thing is for sure is that i would prefer that each person takes that step forward and jumps on every occasion before time before the time comes that they regret it you know 10 years down the line 15 years down the line why didn't i take that decision that is literally what's gonna happen I've had moments like these. I've had moments where I doubted myself. I've had moments where I told myself, why didn't I just, I didn't do this. I mean, there was one one aspect to, I mean, to, to my self-confidence that I still haven't worked on 100%. And it's me being able to express myself fully when it comes to, to any business endeavor. So, for example, if I have an idea in my mind, instead of me, like, writing it down and, and, and implementing it and, you know, going and giving it the time and, and day to actually, you know, make it happen i keep telling myself oh no it has to be perfect oh no i cannot do it until i have every single detail in my mind and every single detail needs to follow what i have in 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 plan you know what i mean so it's kind of like it's a double-edged sword because maybe i'm a perfectionist and that makes me someone that can overthink things and, and get them to a whole new level but there's also that the idea of not being able to implement of not taking action you know what i mean so that that in itself is what's I'd say it's it's honestly it's what's restricting me restricting me from reaching that potential the highest potential that I believe that I can attain, and hopefully that changes within the next couple months maybe the next couple of years, and that's the thing I always think about it this way: why not do what you can today? What why not do what you can next year today, or the next month? You know what I mean? Why not do what you know you can do as soon as possible, rather than waiting until that time of perfection, that moment of perfect, that moment of perfection does not exist. It's non-existent, and people keep kind of, I'd say, lying to themselves. You know, like to be brutally honest, I feel like that's a lie that we make and we construct ourselves to ourselves, right? In order for us to actually believe that there will be a difference one day, no. There won't be a difference if you don't make it happen. So again, when it comes to your self-confidence, the only person that can work on it is you. And and getting back to the idea of Miami having helped me attain that level of self-confidence, enrich myself, progressively get to a point where I never thought possible, I believe that having lived there, having been surrounded by people that were also like-minded people that had already done something with their lives people that are working towards something that helped me tremendously let's take let's take the example of the gym that's that's a very very great example i'd say so the gym before having landed in miami i used to work out i started working out at the age of 14 loved every minute of it i got into working out because of a girl of course like everyone else i told myself that she will you know give me the attention that i'm looking for if i start working out i lose the weight that i had because i was you know pretty much overweight i wouldn't say obese but i was overweight and borderline obese so i was getting there and then i chose all of a sudden i chose i told myself okay i'm 14 years old i'm young you know it, it literally happened like 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 in a split second that's why that's why i chose to call this podcast that eureka moment and it came to me that in order for me 
to be you know to be um to be given some type of importance that was you know at 14 so i, I used to think like a kid but it helped me in so many ways i told myself if i want this girl to look at me to even give me the time of day that i'm looking for i need to change something about myself and i told myself you know what it should be physical and and that what that created and installed in me is this idea that i need to become disciplined i need to motivate myself i need to inspire myself because no one else will so what i did is i started working out i got into cardio since i was still young i told myself you know what let me get into cardio maybe get a couple pull-ups here and there and you know get myself slowly to the point where i can start lifting weights which which happened later when i i think once i turned 17 17 or 18 was when i legit started lifting weights but you know at the age of 14 i started slow i got into a diet i taught myself how to eat well you know and, and strictly you know keep to my diet and not you know deviate the other way or try to find excuses and this and that so i had to keep myself motivated and i did that over the course of three months before the 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 school year had begun and it was probably what like ninth grade or tenth grade and as soon as i entered school everyone was astonished they were like oh my god is this Elias? wow you lost so much weight wow at least you've changed and it all all happened in the course of three months i told myself you know what i'm gonna go and i'm gonna surprise people and i knew it would capture the attention of the girl and it did it did i honestly you know got what i was looking for i got the attention and then i was like you know what this is not worth it so i never even gave it the time of day i never even tried to pursue i i became friends with the person of course but it was never it was it stayed platonic the whole time which was a great thing so it kept me focused but what that started in me was something greater something where i i honestly i did not i did not see coming so i kept with that I kept working out. I kept dieting. I kept telling myself, Elias, if you start eating like a pig, you're going to become a pig, like essentially speaking. And, and, and what did what happened there is that I found out a lot of things about me. I found out a lot of things about my body and how it worked. And I kept going with that. I stayed with the notion that over the next five years, my body's going to be better than it was at the age of 14. And then once I turned 19, the same idea. I kept telling myself, Elias, your body in five years will be better than it is today. And then at 24, which was last year, I saw myself with a six pack. I had a chiseled body, a body that I I was dreaming of when I was 14. So it took 10 years, of course, but it was something that was built over time, something that's going to stay. And, and the idea of muscle memory is existing. I mean, it's an idea that does exist for people that, for example, let's say if I went and stopped a month of a month of working out, I'd say, you know, due to an injury or something of the sort. I've had an experience where as soon as I'm back in the gym, I get everything back like the the, the quickest in, in the quickest time possible. And that right there just kept me motivated because it, it was something that I had built over the course of 10 years. So so that what that tells you is that giving that time and, and just seizing that opportunity for in anything is something that self-serves you and will will benefit you in the future always always you got to think like that and like i said so that's that self-confidence just came over time i i started slow i could have of course i could have jumped so many steps and just gotten myself to a whole new level but i just i chose to take things slow i i i, I do consider myself as a late bloomer bloomer i do consider myself as a late bloomer and i do believe that that's not an inhibiting factor, of course. That's not something that should restrict you or restrain you from, from reaching your highest potential. Of course not. And over time, I started understanding that more and more. And the self-confidence part just came later. It was in, in me doing. 
there's this quote that a friend of mine had shared with me a couple years ago that I loved. And he said to me, the more you fuck around, the more you find out. And I loved that. That really stuck with me. And the idea essentially behind it is that the more you experience life, the more steps you take towards that goal of yours, whether it is pursuing a girl and, you know, romantically, of course, or, you know, pursuing a job and, and you really wish to get that job, especially when you apply and the application process is just awful. I've been through that, so I understand. You will understand how the concept behind attaining that goal of yours, you understand everything around it, the ins and outs. And that's the idea that the more you experience from life, the more you take that step forward, the more you understand, even if you fail at it. I'd say a downright failure that was honestly probably the worst decision that you ever took, but it's still a decision that you took. So essentially remember that every decision that you take will definitely, definitely lead you closer to your goal. Not always to your goal, but closer to your goal. Okay, so it just depends. Of course, there is those rare, uh, I'd say those rare occasions where you do land on the goal that you were striving for. And a lot of people have done that, of course, but it takes practice. I honestly have not heard of a single person that has landed exactly what they were looking for on the first take. I don't believe in that. You know, even the the, the most insane of entrepreneurs that's even the most the richest entrepreneurs in the world that are officially you know known and established even those entrepreneurs had to go through so many failures so much money wasted and you know for them they never really cite as a waste of money but more like an experience they learn from their failure you know at the end of the day you could literally you could kill yourself for something you could honestly not sleep for countless days months years upon end thinking to yourself, oh, I made the worst decision. No, no, that, that's not a decision that you make. That's a decision that you took. And from that decision, you're learning. You got to remember that. These are, these are experiences. Yeah, maybe some decisions or some experiences, they cost a lot. Of course, there's always, always uh, events like those that happen. I've, I've heard of scenarios where it's honestly, to be honest, I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't want that on my worst enemy, to be, to be quite frank. But one thing is for sure is that every decision that you take, it's leading you to your goal. It's leading you closer, as close as possible. So always keep that in mind. But yeah, guys, that was my uh, that was my take about Miami and how it led to my self-confidence. Hope you guys like it and uh, share with your friends. If this is something you enjoyed, then subscribe to my channel. Thank you.